Welcome to Death and Rebirth, final podcast 404 for Lord of the Flies. Again, I'm Zara, and this is Kendall, Adette, and Jasmine. In these final chapters, the last connection to society, Piggy, dies. Jack completely takes over, and Ralph is left to fend for himself against nature and the boys. Luckily, they're saved before any more damage is done. So does Um, someone want to lead off? Sure. A symbol that I noticed within this section of the story was the symbol of the ship. Um, The ship represents um, certain rescue for the boys on the island. It symbolizes hope and uh, rescue. And the quotation that I used demonstrates how the boys um, had kept hope that they would get off the island. Um, The quote I used said, um, and sooner or later a ship will be put in here. It might even be my daddy's ship. So you see, sooner or later, we shall be rescued. So the boys kept hope and, you know, they, even though the society broke apart, they still were hopeful to get off of the island. I feel like Ralph almost foreshadowed their rescue. You know what I mean? Because he kept saying that, like, the Navy and throughout the beginning of the novel. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Ralph talked about his dad in the Navy a lot throughout the beginning of the story and how, you know, he's going to come save us and it's all going to be okay. And so I think that was kind of foreshadowed throughout the story. Yeah. Um, another symbol that I noticed was the stick sharpened at both ends. Um, the quote I got for this was, Ralph stirred restlessly in his narrow bed once chance, nothing. What could they do? Beat him, so what? Kill him, a stick sharpened at both ends. And what I took from his quote was that um, the stick sharpened at both ends represents um, the situation Ralph is in at the end of the story, where no matter what decision he makes, he could be in incredible danger because um, Jack's group of savages was against him and hunting him and trying to kill him. So he felt as though like any thing he did would result in a terrible thing happening. Um, I would hundred percent agree. Um, I think the stick sharpening at both ends kind of showed that, you know, whichever road he took, he would kind of get hurt either way. I feel like that also was like a symbol of like Ralph losing hope in a sense, because like he didn't know like the outcome of it. Yeah. Yeah, and he especially, he lost his hope just mainly because of Piggy, and that was kind of, like, his tipping point. In this, like, end, um, these last few chapters, you can really see, like, the society reaching rock bottom and turning completely to savagery. And once Ralph lost, like, um, all the people supporting him, like, anything he did would have gotten him into trouble. And I feel like that can also relate to, like, um, the overall story and how, like, um, maybe the author was trying to say, like, all of roads led to the same outcome of them being, like, savage towards one of each other because of their, like, emotions within came out and then, like, man's inherent evil controlling all of them. Yeah. And um, another symbol I noticed was the fire. Not the symbol fire, um, the signal fire, but um, the fire at the end of the story. Um, I said that the fire symbolizes savagery. 
And the, um, the signal fire at the beginning of the story leads to the destruction of the group and the kind of the society that they had attempted to create. Um, and this is kind of ironic because the fire built at the end of the story was made by Jack um, to try to find Ralph to kill him. So what they used to create destruction ended up saving them, which is ironic. And for the type of irony, um, I thought it was dramatic yeah. irony. Okay, that- so oh, should we move to some archetypes? Did anybody um, notice any archetypes? Yes. I'm um, kind kind of tying to what Kendall said. Uh, earlier, we discussed that um, the fire was also um, an yeah, archetype um, as well. We said the fire we thought showed more of a symbol, but the fire could also um, represent the archetype of the fire because um, the archetype fire is both protective and destructive and it symbolizes human knowledge and industry. So it was, the fire was destructive, but it also was protective and got, was what got them off of the island. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Does anyone I else do. have I another had, archetype? Um, the loyal retainers as an archetype. And um, I thought that the loyal retainers in the story were Piggy and Sam and Eric because they were the only boys on the island that supported Ralph um, at the end of the story. Um, once everything got harder and more difficult, they were the ones who kind of stuck by Ralph's side. And once he lost them, he felt like he lost everything. So it kind of showed us like what a big role that Piggy and Sam and Eric played in, um, in his like time being like chief and trying to like put together society. They were like a big supporter of him. I agree. It definitely. Oh, it's. I, like, I was just gonna say it um showed the relationship Sorry. really well between. <laughs> Ralph and Piggy and how that changed after Piggy's death. Yeah. And uh, to kind of add on, I said, like, since Piggy was one of the main characters that, like, kept them to society and reasoning, he was one of the main ones that clung to reasoning and with the conch mainly, too. It kept them civilized and it represent the conch represented their society and since that's what piggy held so dearly he was one of the main characters to do that um he believed in the right thing and he urged the need for civility but once he died it kind of was like the tipping point again but i have a quote showing how important the conch was to them uh the booing rose and died again as piggy lifted the the white magic shell which is better to be a pack of painted indians like you are or to be sensible like Ralph. And that was page 180. And it kind of showed how Piggy really thought, um, he thought about his things and he was very reasonable and he used the conch to keep everyone in control. But once he agree. died, I feel like everything was almost fell like the glue to keep the society a little bit organized. But since like he wasn't there to be a supporter of Ralph, I think it just like fell apart entirely. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. 
and he was kind of like, like you said, the glue Odette. Um, when I believe it was Simon died, they, when they killed him, he was one of the only civilized left. So it's kind of they're just killing each other, and the um, savage ones are killing the only civilized ones, and they're cutting their own ties to society. Um, do you guys have anything else to add? I think that's it, but um, you could definitely see um, how different characters kind of changed. But one of the things that I really noticed was how um, Jack kind of stuck to how, you know, I thought he was in the beginning of the story. And he was kind of, you know, violent and kind of he wanted to be in power. And I think that's why he was so against Ralph, because, you know, he was the leader for so long in the story. And he um, wanted to, you know, to be known for being the leader. And I think that definitely came out within this section. I think Jack throughout this novel, like, had a huge ego and he didn't let that. Of course, he lost his confidence a couple of times, but I think his ego was always like remained the same. Yeah, he faltered, but then he'd come back up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like that's what eventually like led him to start his own group and separate from Ralph because he just wanted to have power. And that really, like, brought the end to the society when, like, they separated and he let his, like, need for power um, take over his, like, want to get off the island and be rescued. Um, I have a quote for how Jack, like, was savage and tried to become chief. Um, Page 181 is, I'm chief. Viciously, with full intent, he hurt he hurtled his spear at Ralph. And that, like, shows it's the beginning of the end if he's attacking people and he's the chief, or he believes he's the chief. He's, like, starting um, a revolt and chaos. Um, Another character that I thought changed throughout the story was Ralph. Because within the beginning, he was really... um, He wasn't really sure, like, what he wanted to be, but he knew he was responsible enough to be chief so he took on that and being chief forced him to um be a leader and figure out everyone's needs and what the most important things were but towards the end once he lost everybody he um still stayed true to himself and like didn't convert to like being savage with the others just um to be with them he like still had his own morals and values in place and I feel like that was like a strong indicator that he was the hero of the story because he never really changed his morals to like fit into Jack's group yeah in even in that one scene like when he was like a part of the whole um Simon killing he still realized that it was wrong and like he came to like the conclusion that he shouldn't do that and like that's not him yeah like even though he lost control he like after realized that it was um like a terrible thing that he did and like instead of like the other people that were kind of just like discarding it and saying like it was an accident he's the one who like um made himself accountable for it yeah 
and like you said, he um, took control, which like showed that he was responsible and stuff. But he still, what brought him back to society was like his innocence. But to kind of skip towards the end of the story, when he starts like he falls down and he starts crying, his tears kind of represent him completely losing his innocence which are one of the after everything he's been through. Good theater. Yeah. Did yeah. anybody else notice any like big changes in characters? Um, I was gonna add Roger. Like in the beginning of the book, he was described as like the shy one who like barely wanted to talk. But then towards the end he was like known as the most savage ones. And I think there's a quote where um Sam and Eric state that he's a terror. Let me try to find it. Um I know it's on chapter um, 12, but I can't find it right now. But I think Sam and Eric are talking to Ralph and saying how, like, he's something else and he's not, like, human or something like that. Like, he's very inhumane and he, like, completely, he's one that shows how much Savage, like, in the boys that's like actually coming out and how they lose like their sense of reasoning and their yeah, society yeah. and I think civility. that you know how you said was definitely came out when at the end of the novel you know when Ralph was crying um and you know he cried the loss of innocence and he realized you know all of this has happened and you know um Jack and I think I think it was Jack and Roger had tried to um kill him and so he kind of thought, wow, there's so much has happened. And he kind of just, it all clicked. Yeah, here, I found the quote. It says, after moments of silence, Sam spoke in a strangled voice. You don't know Roger. He's a terror. And the chief, they're both terrors. Only Roger. The boys froze. And that is on page 189. Yeah, and that, like, he was one of the main leaders of, like you said, terror, which is kind of, he's, like, just turning into Jack, who became, he was, like, the representative and the chief, and he Mm -hmm. represented savagery. And he was also the one that carried both the spear with both sharpened ends, am I correct? Yeah, I think so. He was the one who was... um talking about that and I feel like a part of like um his character from the beginning he was like a lot quieter and maybe like that shows like how he used to like keep things within himself and not display them like the other boys and once um like he painted on that mask and became this savage he like let go of all of his inner emotions and didn't know how to control them because he had them before I agree you guys want to talk about the themes that were shown? Um, yeah, I just want to um, put in really quickly um, how it affected, um, in how it was connected to, you know, William Golding, the author, his view. And, you know, he had the idea that um, when people are too far away from the um, rules and constraints of society, 
that it um it brings people towards savagery and that was you know that was kind of the basis of this story um and i thought it was a really interesting take within lord of the flies of human behavior and kind of how he thought you know how people would change just on a dime um when they didn't know what to do and they didn't have um you know rules and they didn't have as many um constraints and i think it strongly suggests within this section of the story especially but within the whole story um how you know men um mankind isn't is inherently evil and um you know we are kept in check for a reason because there's we need civilization civilized society and i think that was was I also want to add to that. I feel like um, William Golding also shows that, like, how power can, like, get out of hand and how there's, like, different ways to approach it. And there's definitely a wrong way. But, like, sometimes that incorrect way can get in the way and take over, like, emotions and just become a disaster. Yeah, what I noticed... (sighs) Yeah, and like you said, oh, I was just gonna oh, say sorry. what I noticed was there are two like completely different types of leaderships shown in the story. Um, one with Jack, where it was more of a dictatorship, and he wanted to control people and use his power over people because because they weren't in society, they didn't have any consequences really for breaking rules or not following correct morals. And what um, Ralph was different than how Ralph was different than Jack was Ralph had more of like a democratic way of leading where he wanted input from all the others and he wanted to build a society that everyone wanted to live in instead of just using his power to control people like Jack was yeah yeah and like you said um like if someone has like a change in their rulers and their society and their government there's it's like the basis of today but when it's changed or like ruined and destroyed like with savagery they, it kind of brings out the worst in people but like it always you always see that there's still like a small part left in them like at the end of the novel when the other kids like just like when Ralph starts bursting out into tears it shows that he still has some society left in like or civilization left in in him like civility and it kind of shows how innocence is tied to that and how when the little kids or the other kids realize that they're just boys and they also snap out of savagery and the rest of their civility comes back i agree with you because like once rules were like reintroduced like once adults um were presented in the story all of them like became more like back they can't completely go back to the way they were but they like lost all the savagery and just like had a realization of what they were actually doing and like um because they were reintroduced to society like all the different consequences and um reactions to what they like did was coming back to them it's like they were regaining like their humanity yeah And to tie, kind of tie back to what you said about the different 
ways that Ralph and Jack ruled. Um, I thought that it was kind of like a man, it was like a type of conflict between them, which I thought was man versus man, because um, they were kind of butting heads like throughout the whole entire novel. And that kind of just, it brought out the worst between them. And so I thought that type of conflict was man versus man and how they were just always conflicting. I also want to add that I feel like once the boys like realized that they were rescued, I feel like they finally re- they realized that like what they have done throughout like the whole novel was wrong and like they came to a conclusion of that like a realization yeah like self-realization and i think um the czar was just talking about you know one of the six conflicts in literature which you i think you said man versus man yeah did it cut me out (laughs) oh no it's fine it just yeah um but one of the other ones that i definitely noticed was man versus self you know no matter how much of a society that they had built, you know, it was kind of a mental game they had, which played into, you know, the beast, um, kind of, you know, how the beast wasn't really there. It was kind of just in their head and it was, you know, messing with them. And you could definitely see how it was man versus self as much kind of as it was man versus man, because in order for them to, you know, stay civilized as much as they could, you know, to an extent, um, they kind of had to keep themselves mentally in check, and which was definitely difficult because they were away from a civilized society. Yeah, like you said, yeah. it was their internal conflict that kept them, like, partially, like, civilized and partially savage. And they had to, like you said, keep themselves in check, and it was like they had to find the right balance. Yeah, and I, I think what I said tied into, you know, man versus society as well, because, you know, they didn't have, they, they tried to build a society, and it was, you know, it was kind of them fighting against it, you know, individually, uh, mm-hmm. in their own way of, you know, how are we going to build this, or how are we going to, you know, deal with it, or, you know, if someone lashes out, what happens, and I think yeah. mm-hmm. that was also seen. Another one I saw was man versus nature. Of course, since, like, the boys were stranded on an island and, like, they needed to adapt and, like, to be able to face the problems in the woods and, like, be able to obtain food and create shelter and just to survive. Yeah, and I feel like there was also a connection with man versus nature and man versus self because it's kind of like human nature to, like, revert to savage ways. And, like, because they were, like, in a completely natural environment that wasn't like touched by society like that's what um helped bring out those like savage uh, ways because they were just in a different environment that like it kind of messed with their heads a lot yeah and changed them and I think oh go ahead oh I was gonna say I definitely agree and I almost thought it was like nature versus society just fighting over man and who is gonna win like savage versus civilization like who is gonna take over all the boys and keep keep them savage or keep them civilized definitely (laughs) and i think um i don't think it really showed man versus technology it definitely showed man versus lack of technology (laughs) so um it it also kind of in a way demonstrated man versus you know the supernatural because i think the beast was you know, 
in a way the supernatural it was like a like a it was like out for vengeance or it was like a, a powerful like force against them like a mental it was a mental game that it played with each of the boys and I think um that could have been tied in it because you know it was it could be tied into man versus um self because you know it was their own mental self-struggle against you know the beast and that supernatural you know idea yeah um i think that about sums up what we have to say for lord of the flies the last two chapters podcast four of four um thank you all for listening